0: See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the signs of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver, hitting the road while riding his motorcycle, going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher.
1: All right, welcome. Welcome to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. It has been almost 30 days since i've posted my last podcast show uh and i apologize for that uh and we'll get into the reasons why i had not done a show for almost 30 days and i do appreciate everyone who was i am in me DMing me or just reaching out to me by text and phone messages where are you what is going on are you okay and yes i am okay uh and we'll get into that in just a little bit, uh, but first, let me tell you that um, you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV at DistractedDBTV, and of course on podcast, uh, uh, you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB, and again, Facebook, uh, you can follow me there. Uh, you know, at uh, DistractedDB and Twitter at DistractedDBTV, and of course I appreciate everybody who follows me, and uh, I do appreciate everybody who definitely reached out to me asking, am I okay, how are things, are you okay, I know some of yous I've answered back, some of yous I didn't answer back and I apologize, but much love for all of you, I am fine, and no issues there. I can tell you this, that um, I had plans, and we'll get into that in just a little bit. Um, Some of the plans that I've set forth, it was probably just a little bit too much that I wanted to get done in a timely manner that I wanted to do it, and with other things going on, Uh, you know, I just had to kind of pump the brakes a little bit. But we'll get into that in just a little bit. Again, appreciate everybody who follows me and who reached out to me. Again, much love for all of you. All right, so it's been a while, so I'm going to just wing this show today. Today, I'm just winging it. There's no rhyme or reason, but I'm just going to let you know that I'm kind of winging it. And with that said, we must just do this Is something that I've been waiting to do for a while And quite honestly, I don't really even remember too much about it, except the story came from WGN News. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. And now it's time for the top story from the previous show. It's now time for the top story from the previous show, which was almost about a month ago. Again, I apologize for that. This story comes from WDN9 News out there in Chicago. And to tell you the truth, I really, really, honestly, truly, I do not remember too much anything about it. I haven't even listened to the audio piece, so I'm just going to roll with it. Uh, I'm jumping into this like out of the frying pan, into the fire, just to see what happens. And here is that story.
0: ...crash that destroyed a Chicago police squad car injuring two officers. Charges have been filed tonight in that accident. WGN's Jenna Barnes is joining us now from South Austin with the very latest. Jenna. Yeah, Lourdes and Micah, were at the 15th District Police Station. Both of the officers are assigned to this district less than a mile from where that crash happened, and I want to show you that surveillance video captured by a gas station camera nearby. This is Madison and Leamington on the city's west side yesterday. You can see that white car on your screen turns into the path of the Chicago police cruiser, which swerves and hits a light pole. Both of the officers were hurt, although police have not shared what their injuries are. The driver of the white car was taken into custody after the crash. 29-year-old Ryan Briscoe is now charged with two felony counts of aggravated DUI among other charges, including driving under the influence of alcohol. Please tell me both of those officers who were hurt are doing okay today. We're live on the west side. Jenna Barnes, WGN News.
1: All right, and again, I appreciate the sound there. And again, that was the...
0: That was the top story from the previous show.
1: All right, that's the top story from the previous show. Uh, again, thanks to WGN9 News out there in Chicago, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Uh, I do kind of remember, vaguely going over that story. Um, I remember watching a video uh, on WGN9, and it was pretty graphic in a way, and I honestly, to tell you the truth, uh, I do kind of remember a little bit of it. Again, I just have to get my wits with me again a little bit. I have to get my focus back together. And uh, you know what, we're going to do is we're just going to end up doing that when we come back again, uh, you know, because it is kind of important that we end up getting things right. Again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. When we come back, oh, yes, the 91 freeway. It's been working, it's been working. Until this lady decided to go the wrong You're way. listening
0: to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices.
0: You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? you can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council.
2: Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message
0: brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Honey! Are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, What? Yeah, (laughs) don't worry. I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. I, w- let's go, come on. Okay, honey, let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady anyway? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home.
2: Gosh.
0: Oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. No. Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you, don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I, I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. <laughs> Babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, this this isn't happening, is it?
1: Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDrivers.com podcast show. Again, I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDrivers.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter, at DistractedDBTV, at distracted DB TV and of course, Facebook is DistractedDB, and you want to listen to the podcast shows, you can get it on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Google Podcast. just type in the keyword DistractedDB, and you'll get all the man- archived shows as well. Okay, so I drive on the 91 freeway, uh, and believe you me, especially now, more and more, it is a disaster. go about seven eight miles on the road in a pretty much any time of the day now unless it's maybe 11 at night until about four in the morning uh you can travel at at a good rate of speed at that time you know i'd say 11 at night to four in the morning normally that should take you approximately you know 10 15 minutes uh any other time of the day, you're looking anywhere between an hour and a half to two hours to go from the 15 to the 57. Uh, and of course, there is nothing worse than when you drive down the road and you see a car traveling, heading towards you. That kind of indicates to you that, well, there is a moron on the road and somebody has no clue and they're driving the wrong way. And that's what happened here in this story from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. And I appreciate this. Now, I'm going to tell you, because I was gone for about 30 days and not did any shows, although I had full intents of doing it, I was keeping up with what was going on. And every time I saw something that was kind of piqued my curiosity, I'd like, okay, let's, let's start, let's get back together. let's Let's do this. But then I hesitated, and I said, "Ah, the heck with it. I just didn't feel it. So this story happened a little bit ago. Uh, a woman driving the wrong way on the 91 freeway ended up killing herself. Um, she died in the crash. And here's a story, again, from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound.
2: This here is the Harbor Boulevard off-ramp at the 91 East Freeway, but this morning it was used as an on-ramp by a wrong-way driver. Take a look at some video we have to show you of this violent crash. Westminster, California Highway Patrol responding to this uh, traffic accident around 1.15 this morning. This is on the 91 Freeway at Harbor Boulevard. CHP says they got a call about a Dutch pickup truck entering from Harbor onto the eastbound 91 Traveling westbound, and as soon as it entered, it crashed head-on with the Honda Accord. The driver of the Dodge uh, Dakota was pronounced deceased. The two, the driver
0: and the passenger, in the Honda Accord were both transported with major injuries.
2: Uh, CHP still unclear this morning about the ages of all three people involved in the crash, but investigators say they appear uh, to be uh, adults. The Driver of the wrong-way truck, the pickup truck, was a female, and the driver and passenger of the Honda Accord were a man and a woman. The response here prompted a three-hour signal. Just a few moments ago, though, the coroner's office removed the body of the wrong-way driver, and a tow truck also removed the vehicles involved. This is all just in time before the morning commute starts to pick up. Here, we have been seeing. Traffic flowing uh, smoothly here along the 91 uh, eastbound and westbound uh, as well. This morning, CHP actively investigating if the wrong way driver was under the influence. For now, reporting live in Anaheim, I'm Carlos Herrera, KTLA 5 News.
1: And again, I appreciate that from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles. And again, it is unclear whether the driver of the uh, Dodge or truck was under the influence. But if you're traveling, going the wrong way at 1 in the morning uh either you're under some kind of influence or you're extremely tired and you have no clue on where you're at and if that's the case you shouldn't even be behind the wheel the damage is catastrophic it is terrible it is something that should not have happened now this woman lost her life Because she went the wrong way. And how hard would it have been to contact an Uber or a Lyft or even a cab to get you home or call a friend or your parents or a loved one just to help out? It's not worth it. And I've talked about this before in the past, and I'm probably still going to continue to talk about it to the point where it just makes me sick. And yet, other people were injured in this. They have now hospital bills to pay. They were ha- they had minor injuries, yes, but the idea of it is, is that something that was totally preventable ended up not being that way. It was terrible, just terrible. These things should not happen, and I don't know what needs to happen, like, as far as these wrong-way drivers. Uh, I think they scare me more than a lot of other people, a lot of other drivers doing something stupid. But in any event, these kind of things should never, ever, ever happen, no matter whatever anybody says. Again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. When we come back, oh, yeah, you can run in Florida, but sooner or later, they're going to find you. It may have taken 14 years, but they got their guy. We'll talk about that when we come back. Thanks for listening.
2: You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back.
0: Wake up and text Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com
1: podcast. Alright, welcome back to distracteddriversbusted.com com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of distracteddriversbusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, on Facebook, it's DistractedDB, and you can at the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword "Distracted DB." Did I mention on Twitter? Did I? I'm not really sure. But on Twitter, it's at distracteddbtv, at distracteddbtv. And I appreciate everybody who has been looking after my best interest over the last month or so, trying to find out if I'm okay. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. But before we get to that, I've always mentioned this in regards to DUI's hit and runs. And I remember doing a couple of other stories in regards to how bad uh, or it took like 10 years where a driver in California was a hit and run uh, perpetrator and they ended up running off to Las Vegas, traveling back and forth from Vegas to here. uh, And the female Kept trying to see her boyfriend back here in California. And it took 10 years. But apparently they got stopped on... Or she got stopped on a a moving violation. And then they nabbed her because they realized after they ran her plates, she was the um, perpetrator of a DUI crash that killed somebody 10 years prior. Well, here in Florida... From a story from 2007, after a, a runner, after a deadly hit and run crash is now stopped. And the man accused of a deadly DUI crash of a couple 14 years ago, 14 years ago, uh, his time for running has ended. Here is a story from WFLA and Florida and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound WFLA Channel 8 and I appreciate them for allowing me again to use the sound but I want you to listen to the story because if you really think about it there is really no statue of limitations on this it's in the books they've got it and they're going to track it down until they end up getting you again 2007 and they end up getting him now
0: for 14 years accused of the crash that killed a local couple is on his way back to the bay area this morning the victim's loved ones tell eight on your side they weren't sure the suspect would ever come off florida highway patrol's most wanted list beth russo is live with a look at the steps they are taking to make sure he is brought to justice hey beth Hey, Chris and Melissa, and I can't even imagine what this family has been through since 2007. That's when Florida Highway Patrol says Brian Andrews was behind the wheel of a car driving with a suspended license and driving under the influence. Now, they say he's been in Mexico City since then, but through the work of their troopers and their investigators, he's on his way back to the Bay Area to face felony charges for the death of Patricia and Danny McCowan. He got to live a new life for 14 years why while our current life went on with you know the grief and the loss of something that really just didn't need to happen And that's the McCowan's daughter. She tells 8 On Your Side that they've been waiting for Brian Andrews to be held accountable for this crash since that happened on Highway 27 in Polk County on June 30th, 2007. Troopers say Andrews, who was 29 at the time, was driving with a suspended license, like I mentioned, and a blood alcohol level of nearly four times the legal limit when his Cadillac crossed over the median and crashed into the McCowan Chevy. They tell us that he ran before DUI manslaughter charges could be filed. And fast forward to 2021, an anonymous tip is what led investigators to Mexico City where he was taken into custody. So the work is not done for investigators here with Florida Highway Patrol. We're in touch with them this morning just to see when he's actually going to be back here in the Bay Area and when his first appearance is going to happen. We talk about the family members and they say they're going to make sure that he's held accountable. They actually live in Texas now, but they're going to be coming back here to Polk County for all of the court proceedings in this case. We'll keep you updated here on air and on the WFLA app. For now, we're live this morning. Beth Russo, 8
1: on your side. And again, that story came from WFLA Channel 8 out there in Florida, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But you can run, but you can't hide. You can run, but eventually, with maybe the help of some tips, maybe some help of good luck, help of investigating They're going to end up getting a hold of you. And again, I appreciate WFLA Channel 8 for allowing me to use the sound. All right, now let's turn my attention um, to the reason why. The real reason why I was not doing a show for a couple of months. Or for about a month. Not a couple of months. About a month. I think I was just getting burned out. I was getting burned out with all these stories uh, that I've been following uh, my my goal, my plan was, you know, I set up my studios in the uh, home where I work at, uh, where I live at, and um, I have the ability to actually do stories. I have the abilities to do a podcast each and every day. Um, but I think eventually what ended up happening is I was just getting burned out. And I think the story that kind of really cracked it for me was Aiden. Uh, The little boy Aiden um, that got shot and killed by a road rage perpetrator. Uh, Eventually, those two were caught, and the single mom that ended up having to go ahead and bury her child. uh, I think that kind of like just kind of broke it for me, because I've done stories where you know California Highway Patrol officers were killed, Um, other officers across America were killed in some way, shape, or form in a vehicular crash, whether DUIs. I've done stories about officers being arrested for DUIs. I've done stories in regards to hit and runs, DUIs I've had guests on, and I think for me, I think it was just really the kind of the frustration of We're getting back to driving around the way we were after the COVID-19, and with that, people are really starting to be really rude in driving. And by the way, just to let you know, uh, there was a report the other day that says California has the most rudest drivers right now in America. And I, I, I believe that. Uh, Matter of fact, I'm going to have to dig up that list. I heard it from KTLA Channel 5. Uh, I know California, well, we ranked number one. But again, California happens to be the trendsetter for pretty much everything that goes on in America. Usually they say if California does it, then everybody else is going to do it. And it probably stands to reason that that's probably true based on the fact that There's other states now that are climbing the corporate ladder, if you will, as far as being rude drivers. And with that, all of this just burned me out. I was still paying attention to all the DUI crashes. I see it on a story, and I would even go as far as to record some of the audio. And I was ready to go ahead and really just go ahead and start... The process again start to do another podcast show but every time I got behind the mic I just sat back and said oh gosh I just can't do it I got so depressed doing these stories and doing these in and out every time to the point where it just burned me out where like I just don't care nobody's listening. Now, I know I have listeners, and I do appreciate the ones that do listen to my podcast show, but I seem to be kind of preaching to the choir because majority of the people that are listening to these podcast shows are probably either victims in some way, shape, or form. And the message in the beginning, especially during COVID-19, I was receiving my highest rates of followers. I was receiving the highest rate of information that I could have. And now that pretty much everybody's back, I'm still getting my listeners, but I'm still driving down the road and I'm still seeing what's happening happen. It's happening to me. I see it on the road each and every day. Uh, I've drove by several different, several different um, crashes along the road, the freeway. Matter of fact, uh, last Sunday morning I was coming back from work because I worked an overnight shift on in the studios that I work at, and I was coming back at you know six fifteen in the morning, on a freeway, three lanes, four lanes, and there's nobody else around. Two cars were in in a crash how does that happen at that time of day and I think that was the turning point that kind of just said okay look let's get back to this because there is stories to be told and these stories have to be told in a way that well quite honestly that's the only way I can tell them and I have to keep telling these stories and sooner or later it's going to make a difference And I do appreciate everybody who has IM'd me, DM'd me, contacted me by cell phone, by text, letting me know, hey, are you okay? Where are you at? Well, I'm here. I'm going to continue to tell my stories. And again, I appreciate everybody. It's just, I was burned out. I think I'm okay now. Until next week, remember, I don't want to die today. Do you? Put your cell phone in the glove box until the next show be safe